Hi and welcome back to Charity Chats. I'm your host, Bethany McClelland. In today's episode, I'm speaking to Sean and Matt, who are the founders of Roundups. Roundups is a brand new app which launched just recently and it allows you to round up your spending by various different amounts and these amounts are then donated back to a charity of your choice. Once you've signed up, it's completely passive and your bank does all of the work so you don't need to worry about anything and then the Roundups team can send you updates, just notifications on your phone about where your donations are being spent and all of the good causes that you're helping to contribute to. It's a really great initiative and Sean and Matt were so great to speak with. They provided a lot of great info about the app and if you want to find out more then this is a really great episode for you. Um, This episode is again brought to you by our platinum sponsor Charity People. Thank you so much to them for sponsoring us and without further ado here are Sean and Matt from Roundups. Okay so welcome to Charity Chat Sean and Matt from Roundups. Um, How are you both? Hi, thanks for having us. Uh, I'm well, thanks. I'm good. Yes, very well. So if you just wanted to start by introducing yourselves for the listeners and maybe telling us a bit about your background and the journey that you've been through with Roundups. Sure. So I'm Sean, um, co-founder of Roundups, and I worked in advertising when I left university. Um, And at a similar time, I started a small events company. And I've spent a few years doing those things and always had ambitions to move over and, and do something in the third sector that kind of would achieve some more good in the world. Um, had the idea for roundups. Uh, but my background isn't tech, even though I kind of uh, would be considered quite tech savvy, I suppose. And then I found Matt through a, um, a bit of good fortune, I suppose. And we decided about a year ago now to, to work on roundups. Yeah, I'm Matt. I'm the bloke you found. Um, I've been working as a web developer uh, for four years uh, in the fin- fintech space. Um, and Sean had this brilliant idea and initially found me. Um, I was going to be a bit of a consultancy sort of role. But once uh, I learned more about Roundups and the good that we could do and the potential that I saw in the product, I just I had to be a part of it. Um, and that was a year ago. And that's that's where we are. Amazing. And so did you want to talk a little bit about kind of what Roundups is, if anyone listening doesn't know? Sure, yeah. Um, Roundups is a a very simple app, I suppose. Um, It links to your bank or credit card, so any kind of major bank or credit card. And every time you spend, it rounds up that transaction to a a certain figure uh, and donates the pennies to a charity of your choice. So, for example, you can choose to round up all of your transactions to the nearest 50p. And if you were to go and spend £2.40 on a, on a coffee somewhere, um, on your card, then it would add 10p and send that off to a charity that you choose. And then after that, the kind of the second key thing that Roundups does that we're quite excited about is we will report back on the impact that that's having for your given charity. Okay, amazing. So you can feed back the insight. So it's really tailored to the, the giver, the donator. Amazing, that's really cool. Um, and so then, obviously, you've just launched this year in a crazy, <laughs> crazy time. So what have been the challenges that you've faced getting to this point and the impact that COVID-19 has had on you guys? 
Um, yeah, initially we've had a, a few regulatory issues. Uh, there was a lot of learning on our part um, to understand how moving money costs money and uh, the red tape that you have to sort of navigate to get this product working. Um, and COVID has uh, actually been really impactful as well. It slowed us down a lot. Um, whilst we're trying to sort of navigate that red tape, we were much lower on everyone's sort of list to help us and give us that hand and try to work out what to, to do as they were own, like battling their own battles. So um, it was, yeah, it was, it was been tough. It's just slowed us down a lot. And I guess as well, because from a charity's point of view, funding is really, really, everyone's kind of struggling at the moment to meet their targets and things like that. So actually it's a really important time for you guys to get out there because donating to charity is more important than ever. Yeah, it was a, you know, when COVID hit and you kind of, the seriousness of it kind of started unraveling, I remember very clearly that we were speaking quite a lot about not wanting to appear to jump on the bandwagon because, you know, there is a clear narrative that we could have played into, you know, that, oh, you can't hold events, roundups is going to come in and save the day. And we didn't, you know, as a, as a new digital fundraising tool, which generally is pretty well received. Um, so we were kind of really conscious not to do that because um, we, we're just very strong on being very honest with all the charities we're working with. You know, we're new, this is a new behaviour for people. And obviously we believe it's going to do a great deal of good, but it's very new. So we aren't going to go and try and promise that to everybody. But, um, you know, we did see uh, an increased demand. People, you know, we hadn't actually launched the app yet. We just had a website and, you know, we were trickling along on social while we were getting everything ready in the background. Um, and charities were approaching us very regularly when it all hit, which was really exciting for us, but it, I guess it was also um, you know, reflective of the terrible state of the industry, which is also very uh, you know, disheartening, but from a kind of, um, I guess, a, a crude perspective, for us as an organization, it, it generated a lot more interest in the product, which you know, in the long term is good because you know, I think as they've said, Lots of people comment, commenting on, on across all industries, you know, the digital transformation we've seen in 10 months is, you know, more than we might have achieved in 10 years if it didn't happen. So, you know, adopting things like roundups, other digital fundraising tools in the long term, you know, there are benefits to it. So, yeah, we had, we had an increased um, interest from the charity side, most definitely. That's really interesting that it's kind of went the other way and you've got more, more interested. That's a really positive thing. And I think it's an amazing time as well because some people where I work, we've seen people kind of cancel their regular gifts or they can't donate as much because they've, you know, changed in circumstances and things. But actually what you're encouraging people to do is almost passively donate and passively give. So it really does add up because ordinarily you wouldn't donate 10p to a charity because there's so much so much effort that it takes to even just donate that but this is amazing because it's way more accessible for people in the current circumstance yeah and i think that, you know that gets right to the heart of it covid or not the whole strength and the whole reason we've got excited about roundups is you know we're asking it's such a small ask because one of the roundup options you can choose to round up your transactions to 10p so the maximum you ever donate on that is 9p and so it's just such a low barrier to getting involved with individual giving. Um, and you know, what you just said really resonates because I remember when, as I said, when, you know, when it, it really started to hit and it became clear that a recession was coming, I was reading about the impact of individual giving and, and, and fundraising in the 2008 recession. 
And there were two key takeaways that applied to us. One was that people were donating less, but as a percentage of their income, they were donating the same amount, which suggests that they cared just as much, but they had to you know, tighten their belts in all areas. Um, but they were more frugal with how they donated. And so they would be more pointed and think a lot more about who they're donating to. Um, and so both of those things really we can support quite well because we're asking, as I've said, for very little. Uh, and also we are going to feed back on donations and make sure that you feel happy that you know they're doing good and doing what you want them to do with our you know our impact uh, feedback loop. For sure. And I saw on your website as well, I think it was a quote about lots of people giving a smaller amount actually is super, super impactful because more people are able to give less. So you're still raising so much money. It's just, yeah, great initiative. It's a great idea. So if you are ready to talk about the process that charities go through when they sign up to Roundups and how easy it is for their supporters to use. Sure, um, it's, it's very, very simple for charities. Uh, it's just a sh- short form on our website. It's free to set up, there's no monthly costs. Um, once they filled out that form, we'll reach out to them, we'll have an introductory call, it'll be one of us talking with them and just understand the charity and we wanna work with them and build that relationship. Um, for their supporters again it's just uh, a few minutes sign up Um, it's just one initial sign up flow and once that's done they just start passively donating in the background there's nothing more they have to do Um, and they'll just get uh, frequent notifications saying like how good they've been and who they've helped and uh, just the feedback of their pennies. I was just going to add as well that um, you know something that's quite important in the way we've modelled this. You know because we have to sustain the app and there's obviously costs involved in moving money and things like that. But um, for charities, it's completely free to sign up, um, which I think with a lot of fundraising tools in this area, a lot of the time there's a setup and things like that. Uh, that was crucial to us because having that model means that you know you have the biggest charities in the country getting involved in it, but you can also have you know very small community shares getting involved as well and they can benefit um so i think that's an important thing to share and also all of the charities that sign up with us um get a a, a unique url so for example blue cross or other charities that joined us and if you go to roundups.org forward slash blue cross people can sign up through that area to support blue cross so every charity has their own kind of unique uh user flow to sign up um, and donate with them which uh, the charities have responded really well too as well cool and as a supporter if i wanted to sign up to that do i need to talk to my bank do i what do i need to do is it hassle free uh, initially you need to create an account with roundups and then we use open banking uh, which is a new technology that allows authorized providers to read uh, your bank data so for us we need to see your transaction data just so we know how much to round up by um, and that's that's quite painless. Um, it's much easier now that it's like EU regulated. It's very safe and very secure. It's very new, so people are a little bit wary, and we're looking at some bank transactions. But we're not storing any of this data. We're just doing it so we can round up your transactions and donate it to the to your charity. Um, and that's that's really it. Yeah. Cool. Perfect. 
How do you see charities interfacing with Roundups to give their supporters the best experience possible? Well, you know, Roundups is a tool, and you know, like any technology, it, you know, it's what you do with it. So, charities who join Roundups are under no obligation to do anything for us, really. Um, but our belief, um, something that we're really excited about, um, secondary and in addition to kind of mechanism of rounding up and donating is that this really is an opportunity for charities to engage with their donors in a way that they perhaps never had before. Um, and, you know, the narrative that we kind of taken with is that we, we did a survey with a bunch of people um, a long time ago now, and we asked them how important it is for them to track their social impact. And 80 or 90% said it's very, very important. And then the next question was, do you track your social impact? And about 80 or 90% of them said no. <laughs> so there's this inconsistency here. And when we dug a little bit deeper into this, what appears to be one of the central reasons is that the feedback loops that exist for charities and, and you know, their supporters now um, are relatively old fashioned. You know, the, the, we're moving very fast these days. The way we consume information is very different. So, you know, I'd be interested to hear listeners of your podcast, you know, when they receive a monthly email from the charity they support, do they read it? Because, you know, my friends who donate to charity regularly don't, and they definitely don't read an annual impact report that's, you know, dozens of pages long. What they do is have a very short attention span and receive a million notifications a day. And we're all guilty of it. It's not a criticism. It's just the way it is now. So with Roundups, we're really excited, you know, to bring charities, to have an opportunity to bring these charities to have a close relationship with supporters in the way that relationships exist in 2020. And, you know, an example of this is we're building a social impact engine and a social impact tracking engine, I should say. And that's not an official name or anything yet. I don't know what it's going to be called, but we're quite, quite excited about it. Um, and what it's going to do is we will build in data from charities based on how they're spending donors' money. And to give you a, a kind of a, a slightly simplified example, if you support your local homeless shelter and on Roundups and they, it costs them, I don't know, six pounds, oh, sorry, two pounds to, to feed a, a service user for an evening. When you as a Roundup donor, your Roundups reach a certain threshold, so it might be six pounds in a week, say, we'll say, hi Beth, your Roundups this week have reached six pounds ten, thanks so much. That's provided three meals for people at the shelter tonight. And we're really excited about that as a, as a route and a way of making people feel closer to um, their charity. And it's not even really about generating more donations. It's just about building a genuine connection between the charity and, you know, and their supporters. Because from what we've seen, a lot of the relationships people have with charities are relatively passive. And they're still very good and very positive. But I think that with technology, we've got an opportunity to bring people a lot closer. To the to the charities they support, and that will inevitably, uh, you know, lead to them doing more good in the long run. For sure, I think it's so true what you say about, especially I think maybe generational. 
having the notifications if I saw a notification on my phone saying you've provided you know three meals for people this week that's amazing I've just glanced at it I've seen it then I carry on if you have to go into your phone you read an email there's normally so much other information in that it's very formal it's not really grabbing you but yeah having a notification or just having something really easy is fantastic and it's gonna I think really encourage yeah more people to sign up to that because a lot of people as well I've noticed from my own job don't like to be communicated with that much they don't like like postal Uh communications that seems really old-fashioned now just like everything's done on your phone so it's really important I think which is obviously what you guys have done to have it really quick really snappy but get the information across in the same way yeah absolutely and I think that you know it's individual giving this your, your classic you know direct debit donor um you know I don't want to use the, the, the phrase we're democratizing donations because that's just a kind of waffle that you hear in startups. But, you know, younger people, you know, perhaps a barrier to, to donating is a direct debit feels a bit cumbersome and they feel like they don't have that much money. Whereas with this, we're asking you to donate such tiny amounts, but we're still going to show you that that can have an impact. And so it's, it's kind of opening it up for everybody to, to donate and do good, you know, in their, yeah. in their day-to-day. For sure, for sure. I think it's, yeah, it's amazing actually because you don't notice it. And also I'm someone I absolutely hate when my balance isn't on an even number. So if you're just donating, rounding it up every time, it's great Mm -hmm. if you've got like, just love even numbers. So yeah, it's cool. Um, Previously when we spoke um, on emails, you said about the Roundups Penny Appeal. Um, So if you just wanted to kind of tell the listeners about that, that sounds really exciting as well. Yeah, so we, you know, we, it's really important to us, and it has been from the outset, to really speak to the charities, particularly those that have come on board first, because, you know, they've shown a lot of belief in myself and Matt, you know, we're just two guys who've just started this thing. Um, and we're new to fundraising, so we've got a lot to learn. Um, you know, we bring a fresh perspective, I like to think, but ultimately we're there to facilitate and support charities and fundraisers. So... We, I, I feel like we've got quite a good relationship with them. With the sort of, we've got around thirty-five charities now that are on the platform, um, and we, we, we were kind of trying to figure out what we can do to really um, engage the public. Um, and we spoke to them and, and sort of formulated this idea with them called the Roundups Penny Appeal. And as a group, as a kind of united group of charities, we've put together a video where representatives and fundraisers from charities are just talking direct to camera, telling the story um, of lockdown and, and how COVID-19 has affected charities. And it's just like we're recording the podcast now over Zoom. It's, it's everybody in their homes recording a bit of, you know, uh, their insight into what's, how it's been. Um, and then, you know, appealing for people to donate pennies. You know, the message is basically, we know that this has been a really tough time for everybody. Um, people we are needed more than ever and we've continued to to help those that depend on us through the pandemic which they have and i think that you know they should be really proud of themselves for continuing because you know people often forget our charities have lost so much money and they're following people and people are being made redundant which is obviously true but it forgets the fact that their services are more in demand you know that kind of becomes secondary so we kind of wanted to bring that to the fore 
and yeah, acknowledge that people are are struggling. But here's a way you can support us. And if enough people get involved in this and donate pennies as they spend, then you know perhaps it can help see us through. You know, so yeah, there's a there's a there's a campaign going out um, in a week, and yeah, we'll hope we'll hope that that gets picked up and and people spread it for us. Cool. And then also just kind of your ambitions. What are your ambitions for Roundups? You're obviously relatively young at the moment, but in five years, what's the aim? What are the goals? Yeah, we right now it's to to grow and grow. And um, as Sean said, like make sure the barrier to entry is low. Uh, everyone can help. It is just a few pennies, but for the charities, it means a lot. It's a big, big deal. It keeps them going, especially during this time. And it's, it's tough for everyone, which is why just, just a little bit does help a lot more. Um, and also, as Sean said, we want to build the relationships with with the supporters and the charities, make donating feel good again. It's not that you feel guilty for not donating, but you feel really, really good getting that little notification, knowing that you've helped that homeless person tonight or you've, you've saved a little kitten or wh- whichever charity you're supporting um, and just making donating fun and enjoyable and, and a good experience. I think, you know, in five years, a line that we kind of use sometimes is we want to make digital penny donations mainstream. And what we mean by that is not that everybody's using it because that would be, you know, unrealistic. <laughs> but we want this form of donating to just be out there in the ether as something that everybody knows, some people do. And I think if we can do that, that means enough people are using it that this is raising an awful lot of money um, for good causes. So, so yeah, in, in, in a nutshell, I think that's it, making any donations mainstream again. Because, you know, ultimately they used to be mainstream. You know, every time you've got a few pence back, there's always a charity box there to throw the change into. So we're just trying to, you know, reinvent that behavior um, for the way we, we pay for things now. I think actually people will get on board with it though I think people will really it's so easy and people love I think that's the thing with charity as well like people like to feel good and that's what it gives you when you're giving back and you you're not really expecting anything these people can't help you you're just giving it makes you feel really good and really fulfilled so I think people will like I said before it's so passive that people will do it and then once you've signed up as well it's so easy to just continue doing it and if you've got the updates like you say it should just grow and then people can tell their friends and other people can sign up yes that's exactly it and i think you know that's we listened to um, giles on your podcast um talking about sort of fundraisers and he commented something along the lines of um you know fundraisers they see the world in two ways one is that they are pestering donors for money and they shouldn't be doing it at this time and the other way to look at it is um, that you're giving people an opportunity to improve the world and that is a gift like and that's not just some sort of cheesy line you know there's enough research out there that shows that doing good is one of the the best things you can do for your you know your well your own well-being um, so I think that it's important that we and other fundraisers see it as an opportunity that we're giving a gift to somebody. You know, 
it's like it even it, it, you know take out the charity part of it if, if you help a friend move flat or something you feel really good and you know it's not rocket science so i think that that's kind of got to be at the core of what we do um, that positivity and so how have you seen charities react to roundups yeah, they've been really positive um they're excited about the impact i think the thing with roundups is you know 99 percent of people you know, immediately understand the issue and they're familiar, they, they know themselves, they used to throw coppers and change into chase boxes and they don't anymore because they don't carry cash. So just from a kind of, you know, human perspective, regardless of whether you work at charity or not, the, the, the general reaction to roundups is really positive. Um, so charities are really excited about it. Um, we are in very close talks with them. We, we, we're trying to involve them and, and put them at the forefront of decision-making and how we get Roundups out there and how we get it to spread. Because although 99% of people definitely agree it's a good idea, taking somebody from having that mindset to spending two or three minutes to sign up to the app is very difficult, you know? Um, and so we, we're doing a lot with our charity. So we, in, in early December, we've got an open discussion Q&A, which we put out there to the charities and we said we want to you know talk as a group of how we can make this a success we're all we're all fundraisers and you know we've been really encouraged by the response to that i think everybody who can is attending you know pretty much 95 percent of the charities are joining so we're going to have a very open informal discussion about how we can make this work for them um, of course each charity is different as well so that's going to play into it and i think that even the idea for that and the way we've kind of gone about building relationships with charities. We're very open and honest about our size. You know, there's two of us and a, a group of um, much smarter and well-connected advisors that we have. Um, but Matt and I, you know, we're a very small team. So we try to show that to them so that we can, you know, um, have those open and honest conversations because that's where progress is going to be made. And I think that was, for me, inspired by the Facebook group um, fundraising chat. And I don't know if you're on that, Beth, but I was one of our earliest charities, New Hope in Watford. Um, Rebecca there said, oh, you should check out um, fundraising chat on Facebook, and I had no idea what it was. And so I went on and I joined it, and I was just blown away, and I still am all the time at how active this group is, these fundraisers who all work for different charities who are, you know, crudely competitors, but they are so helpful to each other and they're so supportive. And, and of course, that makes sense uh, because they're good people and what they do is for the greater good. Um, but I, I just was really inspired, I think, by that the kind of mindset of that group and how helpful people are. And we wanted to really harness that because we have the same thing. We have a group of charities that are there. Um, and, and I guess so it really, based on that, it should be no surprise that everybody's really taken to it and happy to share ideas with the other charities on the platform. So yeah, um, the reaction has been really good and you know, it's all for them. So we're looking forward to kind of taking on board what they know and, and trying to make it work for them. Amazing. It's such a community, isn't it? I think it's just really nice. It's not, that's why I wanted to work in the charity sector anyway, because it's just such, you know, it does make you feel good, but also you don't sometimes, well, that's how I felt anyway. I didn't want to just be feeding into this cycle of business and competitiveness and I think that's what it gives like everyone is so lovely everyone I've met has always been so friendly and lovely and I think everyone wants to help each other so it's a really good 
just a lovely place to be really and like you said everyone's quite positive about things and everyone wants to help where they can so no I'm glad that it's going really well for you guys big thank you to Sean and Matt for coming on to Charity Chat and speaking with me about roundups. It was great to have them both there and to hear from their point of view where they want to take roundups, why they're doing it, the thought process behind it and how they've fostered it into this amazing giving platform um and it's so passive as well that's what really stood out to me and that's what I really loved about it is once you've signed up there's no kind of maintenance that you still need to do it's your bank take cares of everything so it's really fantastic and I can't see I can't wait to see where they take it um thank you for all of you again for listening we hope you enjoyed this episode and continue to enjoy the podcast we'd love to hear either way if you'd like to give us some feedback um I just have to thank our corporate sponsors once again our platinum sponsor charity people for helping us grow our audience and develop better shows than ever before Giant Squid Audio Lab for sponsoring our podcast kit. Magda Aksamit for our beautiful website. Check it out, charitychat.org. And Forest of Fools for playing throughout the show and for playing us out now. Thank you so much again for listening and I hope to hear your feedback very soon. Have a lovely week. <laughs>